Hello and welcome to Advisor Gold, The Missing Allocation, the show where financial professionals learn the why, how, and what to help their clients own physical gold and silver. This podcast is designed to complement the training at goldandsilveradvisors.com. I'm your host, Kerry Morris. I work with clients and run a financial planning practice every day, and we've used physical metals in our financial plans for nearly a decade. I'm here with my co-host and friend, Ryan Long, second generation in the gold and silver business and president of National Gold Consultants, which only promotes their business through a large advisor network. If you're a consumer listener to this podcast, welcome. This is not financial, legal, or tax advice. It's education, folks, and you're welcome to have your advisor reach out to us, or you can email us directly with your questions. In this episode, we're going to address one of the biggest misunderstandings that advisors create with their clients by not teaching them correctly right up front. We're going to help you not make that mistake. What is that misunderstanding? It's thinking that they can buy gold and silver at spot price. Now, here's my conversation with Ryan. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast today. Uh, Carrie and Ryan here uh, with the podcast that's here to equip advisors more and more and more how to take this asset class of gold and silver to their clients. Uh, so the question we're going to answer today is, what's the difference between spot price and pre-1933 general circulation coin pricing? You know, And so, Ryan, I, I get the funny thing to me is that really there's no such thing. You can't buy spot price, right? <laughs> no, I, you can't. I, 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 tell, I tell my clients that spot price is a myth. It just doesn't exist. It, uh, I, I, I probably have a conversation or two uh, a, a day about the difference between the spot price and the demand price. And that's why it's it's extremely important to, to have this knowledge to supplement, you know, your gold and silver advisors.com training. Uh, but that's what that's what that's what this is here for. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So in that that creates confusion. It creates lack of confidence. I mean, just because of this one sliver of knowledge. Hmm. Uh, and so tell me how really how clients get it wrong um, when they're doing that. You know, yeah. what, what's the impact it has? Walk us through that normal journey that we don't want to see a client go down. So we want to pr- tell them ahead of time. Yeah. So like I said, we see this time and time again. Um, the client sits down with the advisor. The advisor is the leader and says, hey, we're going to do 10% of your assets here, which is your block of money. And we're going to put this into the pre-1933 silver or gold or a mixture of both. We like participation in both. Right. And right. so the client goes, great. You know, so the price very rarely ever comes up during that conversation, does it? And it's more, you know, just like, what's the price of an annuity? Well, no, it's you're, you're moving a block of money. And that's the same instance that we're talking about here. So the client receives their package and they go through all their coins and they go, well, I spent, let's say $100,000 and they, demo, you know, do the math and figure out what the price is per coin. Then they, then they go on to wallstreetjournal.com or whatever it is and see the spot price of gold and silver and go, well, wait a second here. That's a, there's a difference, you know, and, and if, if this isn't addressed ahead of time, uh, there's confusion with the client. I was talking to one yesterday that um, it was a small allocation and he was going, well, we're, you know, I, I think I got shorted here, Ryan, or you, you made, you guys made thousands of extra dollars on this. And I go, nope. Uh, I, I explained the difference in this in this analogy, and this analogy meant made makes so much sense to them. Um, so it, when I when I tell clients uh, an example or an analogy, this makes complete clear sense to them. And I just bring up Costco. Remember, Kerry, uh, March <laughs> of the pandemic when everybody went crazy for toilet paper. You go to Costco, and it's you know what about the you know what about the children? We got to get toilet paper, and it, we're all in a frenzy for it. Well, 
Yeah, uh, you know, of course, of course, you being the guy that you are, you had a stockpile already, didn't you? Nat- naturally, right? <laughs> right. Or, or I just don't like going to Costco every month, so we just yeah. we get six months at a time. No, I, anyways, <laughs> Ryan's ready for this stuff. You I'm got. ready for it. Bring it on, 2020. Yeah. Again. Um, <laughs> but uh, when I when I give this example to a client, it it cl- immediately clears up their mindset, and all I talk about is, all right, Mr. Client Jones. There's a big difference between the Charmin stock, right? Your index so you can get into your TD Ameritrade account versus the Charmin roll of toilet paper, right? Both mm. there's similarities, but there's a there's a vast difference between the two, right? I love it. We can forever but, use toilet paper now as our examples. Who thought 20 I mean, who thought I can use a toilet paper example when we're talking about the difference between spot price and physical? Um, yeah, but it's so true. Like, yep. you know, what you saw toilet the the actual toilet paper, the yep. hard asset. <laughs> Yep. It, it, but it, yeah, it's the hard asset. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> Versus the stock price of the company Charmin. I love yep. that. Yeah. Keep but, going. It, but it makes, but it makes complete sense. If you think of it from that perspective. Okay. When I remember we said in the beginning, that spot price is a myth, Carrie, you can't get in at spot price. It doesn't matter what the pricing structure is at. That's a yeah. myth. A spot yeah. price is a piece of paper, kind of like a stock. Right, just like the weather forecast. Right, <laughs> and, and and that's how that that's how this works. So we need to, as advisors, we need to address the difference of hey, there's a demand premium, okay, and you know the best time for flood insurance. I say this all of, all the time in the advisors uh, training we have at GoldenSilverAdvisors.com. The best time for flood insurance is before the eye of the hurricane arrives. Right. Not during. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And and that's when, you know, before the hurricane arrives, that's when there's less of a demand premium, but it's still above that spot price. Right. Yeah. So let, let's define that word. You know, I'm I'm the kind of guy like dealing with uh, as a financial advisor, it's my job to not talk in a bunch of fancy terms. So let's define demand premium. And here's what comes to my mind. When Jill and I bought the lot that we built the house on in this neighborhood that we live in there was like one lot up on top. It was a very hilly, hilly neighborhood around here. And so like people have like drop-offs in the front yard or backyard. It's a nice neighborhood, but you know, these builders did. There was one lot on top of the hill and it had a extra premium. We had to pay an extra $8,000 just for that lot because it was really like the flattest lot uh, around uh, available. And so Within all of the lots in this neighborhood, that one had a demand premium on it because it was level. It would be sought after more. It had a yeah. quality there about it that it wanted to be, it, you know, they could charge us $8,000. Well, when we talk about pre-1933 general circulation coins, right, you have the melt value. Like, I don't even like to say spot price part of it, you know, so- yeah. Spot price, everybody, if we were going to relate it to something that wasn't a myth, that was real, we would probably just describe it as the melt value of a piece of metal. If you has had a hunk of little silver here, a hunk, a hunk of burnt silver, sorry, um, then that's, you know, let's say spots at 25 on silver. You could picture maybe just a unrefined hunk of that worth it. Is that a fair assessment, Ryan? Is yeah. That a fair statement? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So on our pre-33 general circulation coins, we have that element, the silver content is there, but then we have this other element that's based on the fact of 
the the rules and laws surrounding pre thirty three general circulation coins that it's it's actually legally a currency. Um, it's not a collectible. It's not this and it's not that. What it is is something that is a private asset. So what that relates to is more not not taxes, but the fact that when you purchase those coins, there's nothing reported anywhere. And so people in this country like having something that's private. I mean, frankly, there was a time where this word confiscation came up. There was confiscations can occur, things like that. So people love it. So because they want it, they're willing to pay extra for it. And it has that extra value. We see that as kind of just a little supercharge booster for our clients' values, you know. So that's what one reason we use pre-1933 coins. And so just to kind of finish that up, I, I wanted to define demand premium. So I hope we did that. Well, what is that? And let me bring it all together. So in let's say that we have a pre-33 coin price here. Well, part of that is going to be that melt value, okay, that's more linked to spot, you might say. And the reason you hear us say your coins will always be worth more than spot price is because they always have some kind of premium. Now, the rest of the story is, is that in times of real craziness and uncertainty, that extra quality of those coins provides two things. One, it provides stability against a lot of the volatility. Picture, let's say that spot spot price is at 20 and pre-33s are at 25. So let me just give you a visual using actual pricing. So, and things are cooking along, things are going well in the country. You might see that demand premium at like five bucks. Right, Ryan? You agree? Yep. yep. Or yep. five bucks. Um, which was kind of the case uh, coming into late February and March of 2020. I mean, we have this great example that just happened this year, everybody, that sh that, that sh demonstrates this insulation, this stabilizing value that I'm talking about. And so coming into March, I think uh, spot was probably about 19 or 20. Um, Pre-33s were going for about 24, 25 as we got into it. Yep. Then, then the market dropped like crazy. People dumped a lot of paper shares. So spot price went down, but those pre-33s just stayed right there at about 24, 25. I remember you and I having conversations and then maybe it bumped up to 26 or so. And so that's what we mean, folks, when we say every pre-33 coin has these two pieces to its pricing. And you can never forget that, okay? Um, and once you get used to it, it just becomes a normal thing. But that's the reason why I come in full circle so that your client doesn't get confused, start making phone calls, feel ripped off. It's just kind of a negative downhill slide that happens when when they get their coins and they're like, well, wait a minute. You know, they, they divide the dollar amount by how many coins they got. And they're like, well, spot price is this. I got ripped off. Well, no, you didn't. The advisor failed to explain it properly in the beginning. <laughs> right. And so it really doesn't take a lot, you know, of long conversation. You just simply have to tell the client while you're going through this, you just teach them a little bit about, hey, spot price is a general feel for where the marketplace is. Your values will always be more than that. You know, right now is a good time because, uh, you know, uh, it, it's not like a huge demand premium, but in good times, and this is the second part. So the first thing I talked about was stability against volatility. Some We call it insulation or some protection against a lot of volatility. The second thing is what happens on the upside. 2011 is a great example there, right, Ryan? So it, in the gold and silver, 
really had a run that from 2000 all the way up to 2011 for 11 years, which by the way, you know, gold and silver being in the headlines, new highs is nothing new. We try to teach people that. Um, and so it has this big run. Silver tops out at about what, 48, we'll call it on spot price, right? Just that, that melt value price. Mm. But you were having to pay what for coins, uh, pre 33 coins, 78 bucks, 80 bucks. Yeah. We, we got as high as 84 at one point. Okay. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of like that going back to that toilet paper example. If you don't have it, what's it really worth? Or if you do have it, what's it worth? And and that's what happened during that time. Market peril events and the huge demand for it. Yeah. So when we talk about wealth protection and the counterbalance factor of what coins provide, really, you know, I just talked about this really cool increase in value. And that's what I mean by supercharging on the uptimes. But at its at its core, we're we're still not saying, oh, go sell it all. We're mm-hmm. saying that that's part of that counterbalance. And so out of this whole world of gold and silver, that's these are the main reasons why Ryan and his family over the years realized that, hey, this pre-33 is really, if we could pick one type of gold and silver to own for wealth protection purposes, it would be the pre-33. What does that make you think of, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the pre-33 is it's just that protection. It's just doing the right thing, right? You know, we've we've been in the trenches for decades in this industry with advisors, with helping clients, you know, and and Carrie, you say this over and over again. As an advisor, we're in it to, you know, benefit your client, protect your client, and to provide them with the knowledge and the tools to be able to, you know, necessarily so they can prosper. Um, and that's that's this basically puts a bow on all of that. This is part of your comprehensive planning, part of your your advice you give to your clients because the pre thirty three is it it checks off all of those boxes. It you know and 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 Carrie, you mentioned you know March of twenty twenty and um, it has that spot price. Even when the spot price declines dramatically, well that yeah. all that all that time it, you know, when it, when when the markets sell off hard like they did, that's all paper being sold. That's not that's not your client's pre thirty three. So that's just that added extra added element of, hey, even t- even when times look rough out there in the precious metals market, the coin prices are not declining like the spot price is. Right. right. Yeah. Especially in the pre-33. Yep. And let's touch on the uh, regular bullion coming from the mint that, that our folks are using for their IRAs real quick too. They that, Those coins will always be higher than spot price as well. So yep. let's touch on Gold Star Trust and kind of their reporting requirements because this is where you want to kind of warn a client ahead of time about when you're doing an IRA and they're going to get a statement from Gold Star Trust. I mean, I remember back in the day, I didn't realize it. And so I got that phone call that said, hey, what about this? And it, yeah. and what I uh, learned was, I don't know if the rule is like Gold Star only has to report like 90 something percent of value. But the way I've heard you say it before is they just use spot price. And that yeah. makes sense. Uh, you know, so we use Gold Star Trust for all of our qualified accounts, and and we use them for numerous reasons. I'm not going to bore you to death. Long story short, they're, yeah, they're that'll the best. be a different episode. Yeah, they're the best in the industry. Um, you know, but but how all these trust custodians, you know, when you've got let's just say thousands of accounts of precious metals that they have to report and send semi-annual statements to to your clients, you know, there's there's numerous companies like mine that utilize Gold Star Trust, but not all companies are created equal. So companies might, uh, you you can actually put collectible bullion inside of IRAs for clients. So you might have that spot price at 20, but there's even a significant more demand premium for that. Call it $40. Well, even if that purchase price is at 40, 
Gold Star. I mean, how how, how do they track? 20. They're gonna they're gonna report spot price. So how do they sense, how do they yeah. how do they track all these collectibles? They can't. I don't blame them. Yep. I don't blame them. Yep. Which is really good for your IRA values because if you want to make a distribution from it, frankly, you can have the coins shipped to you straight yep. from the depository and then sell them yourself. I.e., we could just sell them to Ryan or or whatever. His company will buy them back, but you know, what's getting reported on your, on the 1099 would be linked to spot price, price right? But your yep. extra, so you got in, more you know, yeah. the fancy word for that in our industry is arbitrage, right? There's a little yeah. bit of natural arbitrage there. So the lesson to take away from this is number one, this one mandatory statement, if you do nothing else is to always tell them your coins will always be worth more than spot price. Give them a little bit of education on what spot is, and that it's more just really kind of like, you know, is it sunny or is it cloudy? What, you know, what's going on overall in the world with yep. those metals? What you own is always going to be worth more than that. And then in times of real uncertainty and fear, that even helps you even more. In times of volatility, it helps damper some of that for you um, the way we own it. So, yeah, I think that's pretty good on, on those two things. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll hope that helped you. Goldensilveradvisors.com. Uh, thanks for joining us today on this episode that, that, that's designed to equip you beyond, above and beyond what the training even on goldensilveradvisors.com does. And we'll see you in the next episode. 